One of the things that we decided right off the bat when we started this podcast was we would not let just anybody sponsor us. To get on here and be a sponsor, you have to share the same values and you have to have the same heart uh, as we do. And you have to be providing something that's very important to us. And coffee is very important to us. And that's why we've been very happy to have Juniper Mountain Trading Post Coffee as our personal sponsors here on the channel. They're the company that provides all the coffee for the school. It's the coffee that we drink personally at home. And, uh, and we're very, very happy. They're a family-owned company that does everything themselves. And they have the same standards and the same heart that we do. So if you're looking for a, a quality coffee company, uh, go to junipermountaincoffee.com. And when you check out, make sure that you plug in and type in Dry Creek, all one word, for a 10% discount. Good morning. Dwayne here, Dry Creek Wrangler School. Um, going to make another video this morning before Mom and I pull out bright and early tomorrow headed to Vegas. Um, we're going to be at the Cowboy Christmas, as we've told you guys. And I checked the dates last night. Again, to make sure, uh, several of you have been asking, and we will be there the 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Rands Hatters. Um, my hat guy will be at their booth. And so if you're in town and you come by, uh, we'd love to see you. The other thing is, is the school for next year is fully, fully booked. Uh, we do have cancellation list. So if you want to get on the cancellation list, uh, you can call and leave a message, leave your name and number. And then if you have a particular date that you hope to get on, you can leave that and mama will take care of that. Uh, early, early in 2016, uh, I've talked about it before. I went back into law enforcement for a, a short while in, uh, in remote Bush, Alaska. And I, I had to go back to the police academy because all of my certifications from before had expired. It'd been I don't know, 20 years or something. And the Alaska uh, Academy, the Alaska State Trooper Academy is extremely paramilitary, um, like a lot of academies are these days. The instructors, you know, were all, uh, there were ex-drill instructors from the Marines and there were Navy SEALs and it was extremely paramilitary. And I was 48 years old. Um, the next closest aged cadet to me was 38. So I was 10 years older than the next oldest cadet. I was older than all the instructors. Uh, I think I was older than the commandant. The only person I think there that was older than me was one of the cooks in the kitchen. But we went and uh, so at the academy, there's four guys to a room. There was myself and three other guys and they were way younger than I was way younger. Um, and, uh, so the first week in the Academy is it's hell week. And that's when they come in and right off the bat, it's just like in the military, they try to weed out the weak ones. And so they don't have to deal with them through the whole deal. And so they're really, really tough. The stress level is through the roof and, uh, the schedule's tough. And these guys, these three guys in, in the room, they, they called me Papa. I was that much older than them. And, uh, so they, uh, but it was, 
it was it was rough. We had to be up at uh you had to be up in time to have a uh to use the john and to shave. You had to shave every morning in the shower and uh, be out on the parade ground uh <clears throat> dressed in whatever the attire was for the day uh, by 5 a.m. And so we had to get up no later than 4:30 if you were really really fast. Well, <clears throat> I mean there was one one night, it was like 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning, one of my roommates was, was in the laundry room trying to iron his uniform shirt. And uh, it would, there was inspections. It would inspect the room. We all had sections of the academy to clean, you know, whether it be the, the bathrooms and laundry room or whether it be the, uh, um, you know, the public room out front or, or the grounds or whatever. So we had to do that. We had to keep our room. Uh, there was inspection for that. We had classes, we had PT, uh, and then the uniforms, like I said, had to be ironed and they were hitting us really hard that first week. Um, and, and the guys, the guys were dying. I, I mean, you know, that they, they were just, it wasn't getting done. And so finally when, when I, that one, that one, um, morning, about one o'clock in the morning, my roommate was in there ironing his shirt, trying to get it ready for the next day. And so I called, I called him in and I sat him down. I said, guys, <clears throat> you're looking at this all wrong. Now you think that the test is, can you get everything done that they have assigned to you? That's not the test because you can't get it done. It is designed for you to fail, for us to fail. I mean, we had one of our instructors, his name was, his last name, I think it was Miller. He was a chump. Um, I'm just going to tell you right now, he was a chump. He would collect dryer lint from the dryer and keep it in his pocket. And if things were too clean, you could see him scoop that out of his pocket and, and find dirt um, that he, you, you're designed to fail. Uh, I mean, you, you'd watch him come in. And, and one day, that day, we had inspection, and uh, and we had divided up in the room who was to clean what. And one of the guys ha had, he was supposed to clean this section. And we saw the instructor. I mean, a couple of us did. He pulled lint and dust out of his pocket and, and went up and, and, you know, found the dirt. And it, But it was just part of the test. I mean, they weren't being malicious. It, it was the deal, okay? And this guy was just, of course, we all, you know, we all dropped and did push-ups. You know, we all had to do push-ups. And he felt so terrible. I mean, he felt so absolutely terrible because he felt like he had let everybody down and they had to do push-ups because he hadn't sufficiently done his job. But he said, I was so sure I'd clean it. Well, I saw him clean it. So I sat on down and I said, guys, this is not designed to see if you can clean your room and clean the laundry room and do your homework and iron your shirt, all right? This is designed to fail. The test is not, can you pass the test? The test is when you fail the test, what are you gonna do? The test is, are we gonna start blaming each other because we had to do push-ups when it looks like somebody didn't do their part? The test is, can we, um, can we put things in priority? And, 
and put things in priority in such a way that we can function. I said, I had done this, I don't know, over 20 years before. I'd been there before. I said, listen, you're going to a village where you're completely by yourself. You're going to be the fire chief. You're going to be the search and rescue. You're going to be the truant officer. You're going to be animal control. You're going to be a law enforcement officer. You're going to be everything. And you've got to do all the reports. And, uh, I mean, it was, I had made an arrest, a domestic assault arrest on my first posting. And by the time, I mean, it was the dude, he, he smacked his wife, all right? He, he smacked his wife. And so, of course, I arrested him. But her mom was sitting there and somebody else was sitting there. So, you know, I had to interview everybody that was there. It was a 17-page report, Okay. Now imagine the kind of police report you've got to set and write. If it's, I said, you've got to do all this. And you're not going to get everything done. And you're going to get overwhelmed. How are you going to handle it? That's what this test is. And so, and I, I looked at the one guy. I don't, I don't remember his name. I'm terrible with names. He's, he was a good kid. Um, I said, you cannot be ironing your shirt at one o'clock in the morning and then getting up at 4.30 and, and going through all this again. You can't do that. Not for an extended period of time. And so they said, what do we do? I said, at 10 o'clock, 10.30, we go to bed. That's what we do. We get up in the morning and if your shirt's not ironed, we do push-ups. 25 push-ups, big deal. We got a good night's sleep and we go to class fresh. And we stay together and we prioritize. Your health is priority priority over that wrinkle in the sleeve of your dress shirt. It's priority. Okay? So we maintain a good attitude and we prioritize and we pass the test. And having to do 25 push-ups is not failing the test. Not getting upset at a fellow roommate and blaming him because of the shenanigans of the um, instructors because we have to do 25 push-ups, that is the test. And they're like, man, I didn't see that. That makes sense. And so we did, and we got through fine. Uh, we got through fine. There are times in life when you're going through a hard time and you think you're going through a test. That's not the test. The test is how do you go through the hard time? And if it's a test that you are designed to fail, how do you handle that failure? Okay. A lot of times the test is not the test. What do you do when you fail the test? That is the test. Do you prioritize? Do you figure out what's important? Do you take your knocks without crying about it, without blaming other people? All right. Do you do your dang push-ups and go on? Do you figure out what is priority and what is not? What is important and what is not? Do you let this situation mature you do you let yourself grow and learn in this situation? Some situations out there, you're not, you're not going to win. 
I'm sorry, but you're not. There are situations in life that you're not going to win. But that's not the test. The test is, what do you do about it in the end when you didn't win? Did you actually figure out what the real test is, what is really important? Let me tell you, that wrinkle running down the sleeve or running down the front of your dress shirt, that's not the test. Whether you have to drop and give 20 or 50 push-ups, that wasn't the test. Whether there was dry, dryer lint on top of your wardrobe or on top of the uh, fire sprinkler pipes running through the middle of your room or not, that wasn't the test. Whether your friend or your buddy or your partner or your roommate actually did or did not step up and do their part, that's not the test. Okay, now some of you, you you might you might need to just mull on that, chew on that, and think about that for a while. Um, but it should be a little bit encouraging for you to know that this thing that you think and you look at and you say, "There's absolutely no way that I can come out on this." You're not supposed to. All right, you're not supposed to. Failure at that is actually going to do more to help you grow than if you would succeed at that particular thing. All right, you think about it, you meditate on it, you chew on it, you take heart. All right, how are you going to face it? How are you going to do it? And what is it really, really all about? All right, just a little short video. I want to encourage you guys this morning. And uh, I hope you do well. hope you got a good season coming up. And uh, we'll, uh, we just want to wish you guys a, 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 a good, safe holiday season. Just be logical. Be reasonable. Be safe. And have fun. And we'll catch you guys next time.